Alrighty, folks. I got two half-finished podcasts. But we're going to do a new one anyway because I'm just a jerk like that. Call me Andrew ADD if you like. I don't care. I was going to do what I like to do. So today we're going to talk about adventures in reach in, uh, in call center stuff. I don't know. I'll get a better title for you later. But See, what had happened was I was trying to pay for a service, right? And then, when I get the bill, part of it was canceled on me. So I'm like, whoa. They just canceled a rather large purchase, but double billed me for it. I bought it through one of those portals, you know, like a you know, like a Priceline or like a Walmart marketplace where it's like a place where you buy, but you didn't buy from the person on the site. You bought it because it links you to the site. You know, and they all are in cahoots to try and suppose to make it easier for you, but really it's just make more money. So I'm hearing this, and I'm hearing that, and, you know, I checked with my supervisor. I can't get my supervisor. So long story short, I literally have to threaten legal action and get hung up on three times without going full-blown Karen. But, yeah, I'll admit, I went partial Karen yesterday. I did. I went a little bit because I, I shouldn't have to do that. If I ask for a service and I've paid your company a large sum of money, I expect service. And I literally told the agent, I said, I work in a call center for a billion-dollar company. There's always someone that can speak to me if you're open. Oh, well, then my manager can't help me. I was like, I didn't ask for you to tell me what your manager could do. I know what can be done. I said, I understand how these things work. I'm not a layperson that has no idea how billing and customer service and benefits are administered. I was like, I did not request this cancellation of said product. So let me speak to your manager. I can't transfer you because it's not canceled on my end. I understand what you're saying, but I spoke to the vendor and they informed me that your company canceled it. Let me speak to your manager. Well, I can't. And I don't think it, I don't know why. It was definitely an overseas call center. But oddly enough, the male call guy, call guy, what was that? I'm talking about manhooker? I don't know. What do you call that? A mo? Manhole? I don't know. But, uh, he was the first one to spend more than two minutes telling me I was wrong. Three women hung up on me. The guy finds some inconsistencies, realizes he's not sure what's going on, and gets me the managers I requested from the very beginning of the call. So I gotta wait about five, six minutes. Manager gets on, asks me two, three questions, and between that and the data he had on hand, he was able to figure out what happened. Boom, done. See, what happened was I had system issues when I was trying to make my purchase on my cell phone. No, scratch that. When I was using my iPad. So I went to my trusty old, you know, Android phone. Only an iPad was gifted to me. I prefer Android. You know, unless BlackBerry comes out a whole system, I'm just going to be mixing everything up again, I guess. But enough of the tangents. So basically, when I tried to purchase and it didn't, it purchased one of three items purchased twice. So I was billed twice. So what was canceled on me was the second billing. The first one was still intact. So the, you know, the manager was like, yeah, I was able to figure this out. He's like, it looked really weird, so I kept digging. He's like, that's why it took me longer to get on the phone with you. I said, that makes perfect sense. There's no problem waiting when you're actually trying to help me. 
So he's like, yeah, he said, you know, basically he was like, did you, you know, did you hit the purchase button more than once? Or did you have system issues? I was like, yeah. He's like, that's why you were billed twice. That's why you have a charge and a refund. And it made sense. When I looked at my credit card, I just paid this credit card off. And all of a sudden, I was like double charged on one of the purchases. So at the amount, let's say the amount should have been 1600 I now had a balance of like negative $2 or something. I didn't overdraft, but I damn near did. Because I already made extra payments. I was like a plus $2 over my limit. So to begin with, I had like a $2,304 balance, let's say, on a $2,300 card. So, you know, it's, it's whatever, whatever. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But I knew there was something wrong because it just nothing added up. Called every vendor. I tried chats. So lo and behold, from about, I don't know, I spent five hours on and off between chats, multiple vendors, three hangups on me without threatening people or cursing people or anything like that. I didn't do any of that. I was a little surly, I'll be honest. But it was because they kept telling me what they couldn't do. And you don't win a conversation with a customer with telling them what you can't do. You win it by telling them what you can do. We'll talk about that when we get our second section. But And like I said, I don't think it was a gender thing. I don't know if it was uh, the way the call centers handle things. I know I worked with a call center in India on an assignment, and they had a very different way of handling phone calls than I would. Still members first, as we'll call it, but very different. Very different. So, I don't know what happened, folks, but I know I'm happy, but I shouldn't have took six hours to get it done right. That was bad customer service. Very bad. But a little bit of a full-blown carry. And a little bit of logic and big words. And yes, I did kind of use a, you know, a few big words, big sounding words. I did threaten litigation with one of the people. Not to sue them, but their company. Because what's at stake here is enough for me that I was like, let's do this. I said, if you can't do this, we're going to do that. It was not A, it's going to be B. I said, we're on a recorded line, as you stated. So for the recorded line, are you willing to say this as a guarantee? And they refused. Because they knew they couldn't, based on the data they had in front of them. So, folks, that's the first lesson I want you to learn here. Is that no, don't go caring. That's not what I'm saying. That's not your first lesson. The first lesson is listen to the people you're dealing with. Listen. I knew it was recorded line. So, if the line is recorded and you're not willing to give me a guarantee, it means you haven't done your homework. There's a reason you can't give me a guarantee. So, I boxed him in the corner with that right there. No, 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 no. No. I don't think so. How is it you can tell me you're right, but you can't prove it? How is it you can't send me any verification? And here's where it gets funny, too. So when I spoke to the manager, he was able to send me a verification that was verified as of that day. So it wasn't like a reprint. It was like, hey, as of today, this is your boarding number. This is your ticket for your car. This is your model car price. This is the price for your KN95 mass. You know, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't all that, folks. I'm just, I'm just throwing out different stuff because I'm not going to discuss what I purchased just yet. Because that's going to be the subject of a whole other podcast. But I want you to understand that, you know, there's stuff that I do as someone who's been in customer service that I do a little differently than other people. Ugh, I want to hear this truck and it won't let me. Schmucks. Wait, I can't. Ha ha! Captain Crazy in the car cast. That's me. Like I said, you need to listen. Once I knew the shoes, like, once they come on, I said, this is a recorded line, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm asking for a guarantee and you won't give me one in writing or email or mail and you won't say it for the line and you can't give me anything. They weren't really listening, but I was listening. So I boxed him in. And like I said, three hours later, another call. I think it was the sixth call or the seventh call, finally. 
around 12.45 Eastern Standard Time last night. Got someone who was actually willing to listen and do some research. I explained to my attitude on confirmation. I explained the things that didn't look right. I explained what I was requesting straight out, that I wanted a manager first. I didn't go as Karen and him. I don't think I actually went Karen and him. I might have went, um, like, lawyer Karen. Like, I'm a lawyer. I know more than you. Like, I probably did a little bit of that, but... You know, I, was, I was probably slightly verbose as well, but oh well. A means to an end, right? I'm, uh, you know, as someone who, who handles customer service issues all the time, I can be one of those customers because if I know I'm right or I know there's an issue, I want it fixed. And I let them trap themselves. And finally, the guy who did his research was able to get someone who could fix his problem supervisor, part of the escalations team, got a badge number, got a name number, got certified paperwork. You gotta know what you're asking for, folks. That's the second lesson. What are you trying to get out of this? If you just bought a cruise, are you trying to verify what the beverage cost is? Can you bring your own beverages? Can you bring alcohol? Can you bring certain kinds of alcohol? Where is that in the section? If you're buying a protection plan for your car, which I have on the car I currently drive, what parts are covered? When I bought this car, I asked about one specific chain. He said, well, this one's covered. I was like, well, in the car that I'm trading in, there's one train that runs vertical, one runs horizontal, and the horizontal's under the engine. Is that chain covered as well? She couldn't answer that. She was pretty sure. But in that experience with customer service, we were in being video recorded, video and audio recorded, as part of company policy on all finalized transactions. So there again, she was very careful with what she said. So I want you folks to do your homework and be smart. We're going to come back and talk about good customer service in one second. All right, folks, so we talked about how I had to go Karen just a little bit, just a little bit, to resolve a large purchase that looked like it was canceled. It wasn't. So, folks, if you've got a product of any kind, you need good customer service. Now, if you're third-partying it because it's cheaper, or you're Zendesking because that's easier, or you know you're overseeing it, overseizing it, whatever you want to call it, you're you know you're vending from overseas using Alibaba, but you're centered in New York, and your business is incorporated in uh, Delaware, like the Clintons and Trump is, whatever. That's if you're doing what you're supposed to do. That's fine, but you need to understand what needs to occur. So here's why my main problem was yesterday's call was that. Every single thing I heard from the first three people I spoke to was what they couldn't do or how I was wrong. It wasn't like, um, let me check again. It was like, no, that can't be done. No, I can't give you a manager. Your information is incorrect. I can't give you a manager because it doesn't show canceled on my end. Well, with all due respect, when I called the vendor that I purchased from using your site, and they instructed me that you informed for the cancellation. Which when I finally got a manager on 1 a.m., what had happened was I was canceled on. Because I had inadvertently purchased twice. And so to make sure I wasn't, you know, straight robbed, it was canceled for me. And that's a great thing. Made me happy. Because my money was refunded. Here's a bonus lesson for you. Buy on the credit cards, not with your debit card. Your purchases are insured against all kind of weird issues. If you're buying, um, I think if you're renting cars, there's extra insurance you get. You got to check for your state and your car. You might get some um, dollar for dollar fees, so you don't have to do it. Like, let's say you're going to Bangkok. You know, it might be dollar for dollar. I think Capital One had that on one of their basic cards years ago, and I think it's one someone over a lot of my friends. But you get purchase protection, and you also don't have to ask somebody robbing you from your bank account. 
So credit is your friend, folks. Credit and debt are your friends. We've talked about that before. But my main concern with yesterday was all these calls. I had a million people telling me I was wrong. Literally. They told me I was wrong. Or that they could not do what I wanted. Or they would not do what I wanted. So if you're, you know, you're the guardians of your gate, right? The first line of defense. The people who are taking the members' calls, right? Whether you're selling, whatever you're selling. Even, hell, if you were selling crack on a street corner, you can't beat up the crackheads if they're paying we want to treat the fiend a little nice, right? Now, if the fiend ain't got the money, you got a problem, but you shouldn't extend that credit. As Biggie said, if you think a crack is paying you back, forget it. That credit debt it. I said it back, but I don't care. You got to make smart decisions, folks. The people who deal with your customers, whether it's you or someone else, need to make the customer feel empowered. It's customer service. Now, I don't buy into that whole the customer's always right. I think that's an ignoramus-ish to begin with. That's just stupid. The customer's not always right. The customer's wrong like 80% of the time, bro. Easily. No questions asked. The customer's wrong quite, quite often. But there's a way to guide the customer through that. There's a way to kind of, you know, you get someone to agreement with you. There's someone who bought a room and he's telling me, he said, get him to say yes questions. You know, if you were drowning, I threw you a life preserver. Would you grab it? Yes. Good. Buy a thousand shares. You know? Is the sun out today? Yes, good. Buy a thousand shares. Ask yes questions. Get them in agreement with you. It's harder to turn a no into a yes without a yes before it. If you already told me yes on four or five questions, it's going to be easier to get you on the sixth question than if I've been telling you no for four statements. So I'm asking you questions. You're part of my conversation. I can become your ally in the issue as opposed to I'm pissed off at Bob's Burgers. I want to speak to someone who deals with the franchise. You need to make sure this franchise person who owns the franchise is following business procedure because he's not based on the paperwork and blah, 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 blah. So the person I get on the phone shouldn't tell me you got to deal with the franchisee. There's always someone above someone. Now, you can't always climb the whole ladder. But literally, once one person did like five minutes worth of research and asked me to put me on hold and actually put on the music, not just muted me, one of the cockroaches was going crazy in the background. It was big birds. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Another person, that kid screaming in the background. Ridiculous. They also had no call control. I'm pretty sure the people who hung up me were more hung up because they were intimidated by the fact that I knew what I was talking about. I had information and I was telling them they were wrong. And like I said, I did go a little Karen. I'll admit it. I admit it. But it's because I hate ineptitude. Now, was I right in going Karen? Probably not. Okay, fine, I wasn't. Now... Was I right to keep demanding a supervisor when I was not getting an answer that made sense? Yes. If they admitted they had a supervisor in duty but would not give me one, and I was not in any way, shape, or form belligerent or abusive, why wouldn't you? And even more so, hey, this guy's being a jerk. Can you take the call, boss? I don't know what's wrong with him. He's wrong. Why have your agent sitting there being abused? I said, I don't care what your product is. If you're selling Spacey's Progress, Spacey's Sprockets or Cogsworth Cogs, you need to do it right. So be very aware of who's selling your product. Now, if you're on Fiverr or you got some Zendesk people, make sure they're treating your people right too. Because if they're being straight jerks to your people, they're going to cancel on you. If you sell a product, right? Let's say, let me do you one better. Let's say you're selling a product, right? And you're selling the product as a secondary or third party vendor, right? You're not the one who sells the product, who owns the product or handles it. You're selling it. 
You need to sell it good and the company needs to handle it good. Now, let's say the company themselves has really crappy customer service on their end because you're just a sales guy, right? You're going to lose commission because they suck. So you might make 10 sales and lose 8 because on the back end, they suck. So put all this together, folks. I had to go through about 5 hours of calling in a 24-hour period back and forth to get something done. I was right because I knew there was something wrong, but I was wrong about what was wrong. How's that for a little uh, double entendre madness? Actually, I wasn't double entendre, just me being really stupid by linguistics. But you need to think about what you're doing, folks, and how you're doing it. There has to be accountability in the process. When I finally got the manager line, he's like, I'm going to coach his agents. There's no reason you shouldn't hung up on. Here's my name. Here's my ID number. He did everything I would do. I always offer my name, my ID number, not my last name for security purposes. But hey, I'm so-and-so, and this is my ID number. Would you like that? Boom. Give the member something that feels tangible. I got an email before the phone was off. He made sure I had it. Read back to me. Gave me the code. R for Ricky, B for Bravo, T for Tango, blah, 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 blah. In about 10 minutes, between two people, the agent and the manager, we fixed something that took about five hours previous. So now, as another perspective, we're going to close on this one. How much payroll did they waste? And how much did they piss me off? And I guarantee I won't lose the service again. All because of this. Look at what they're losing. They're losing a customer. I spent almost $2,000. They're losing a repeat customer. We've talked about another podcast, right? It's easier to sell someone who believes in your products already bought from you. They're losing that too, right? I'm telling you how much they suck. And on another podcast, I'm going to tell you what the company was. just not yet. Like I said, I got a little plan for the next couple weeks. I got some plans to handle my business, as Tasha Mack would say. But you got to think, folks. They're going to lose my business, guaranteed. They're going to lose customers. I'm going to tell everyone how much this sucks that they go to a competitor. I'm going to tell them who the competitor is. Okay, I'm going to go out of my way. And no, that's not being a Karen. That's called being an informed person. They wasted payroll to tell me I was wrong. Instead of fixing my problem in one call. You should always have one core resolution. If I'm showing you how to, how to, you know, let's say I sold you a kite. I'm going to show you how to fly the kite right the first time. If I'm your manager and you take calls for sales or customer service, I'm going to teach you the first time you ask a question so that you don't have to answer that question again. And let me explain how simple it is. If I teach you how to fish, I don't have to feed you fish every day. Apply that to your employees, your third-party Contractors or 1099 contractors, which is a good way to save money. You don't pay them like an employee. You pay them like a contractor. They have tax breaks that they can use if they're savvy enough. Put that in your brain, folks. I'm dropping all the little free science right there again. Free game. I'll put you up on game. But it all really comes down to this, folks. Serve your people. Serve them well. And that starts with your employees. Treat them good. They'll treat your clients good. If you pay me nothing, I'm going to treat your members like they're nothing. If I know I'm underpaid and you walk into the gym and you see me, I'm not going to greet you. I'm going to make sure that beep when your little key card thing goes. And I'm not going to offer to sell you a snack. I'm not going to ask you how your day was and offer you a, shake, a protein shake. I'm going to be on my phone killing zombies, which is a game I like. Or maybe playing a solitaire or Tetris or fake Tetris. That's the unlicensed freemium version. 
and you're going to walk in and be like, man, this place is just a gym. And for some of the iron, you know, the iron addicts, that works. And the meatheads, that'll probably work. And the strippers who come in to work out of state's home real quick before they go, that'll work. But the schnooks who pay the ten ninety nine a month and want to feel special, they won't feel special. You know what happens? They don't keep buying. They leave your, let's say, Planet Fitness to go to 24-Hour Fitness. They leave both of them to go to RAR Fitness. RAR, we bring out the animal, right? Is that a real gym? I should make that, right? Copyright that for me. So this was a little uh, impromptu more than usual, but I've been meaning to talk about this since it started. Hope you got some value. If you didn't, let me know at Tony at ChangingAdvance.com. ChangingAdvance.com, the blog. Like I said, there's still hundreds of articles up there. On Instagram, I'm Pedagogy of the Fresh. P-E-D-A-G-O-G-Y of the Fresh. Like Prince, who slapped that other guy? And the reason I bring that up is because it's funny because someone said that he stole that from a movie from the 40s. This guy insults the guy's wife. They're minorities as well. The wife rolls her eyes at him. He runs up on stage and slaps him and does a little thing with the button at the jacket. I'm just saying, it looks like I was proven right about my theories about Smith. And if you want me on Twitter, change in advance. Peace.